Okay, we are rolling into Tuesday, burning into the week, and we're starting off the kind of like official start of the week at a baseball field. What, what are we doing out here, Kyle? We're going to tell them. We've done something bright that we professionally, in a professional capacity, are in a baseball field. This is what, like, in we, the morning. Keep, we keep saying we're like, literally the reason why we're recording TV shows and doing all this stuff <laughs> is like, we, we always wanted to be on a Tonight Show. We always wanted to stand on a baseball field. We always wanted to have a rock concert, What's or like touring band, yeah, yeah. you oh, know, all Let's just think stuff. of the things. Actually, I wish we planned it out that well. Right. We're not <laughs> great at that. But, but we did. Okay. We hope everybody had an amazing Labor Day weekend. Ah. We hold you sold a bunch of cars, barbecued a bunch of hot dogs and hamburgers, and are ready for September like full on. I know it was September like Friday, but now it feels like it's fall. It's full throttle. I had a couple like text conversations going on uh, with some people, and it seemed like Labor Day weekend was hot, at least in a couple markets. So uh, I'm sure September is just going to rock on. September is going to be extremely hot the second half of September because we're rolling up for a SoduCon uh, this weekend. We dropped 100%. Well, sans one, yeah. one room, 99.5% of the full agenda of a SoduCon. So if you've been holding on, you're like, I don't know, should I go? Is the content going to be right for me? You can view all the content or view it by stage, break it down, understand who's speaking on what topics, whether it applies to you. And we really, like, I started looking at it. I was like, wow, it really hits every area of the dealership. Maybe not accounts payable, but pretty much every other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, wherever you're at in the dealership, there's something for you, absolutely. And make sure you go and toggle through the, the agenda by stage. There is just rich, rich wisdom as yes. you go through these sessions stage by stage. You look at the dealers and the practitioners. You're like, wait, they're going to be there? They're going to be there? Yes. And they're all going to be in collaboration mode, meaning they're going to tell you everything. One of my favorite session titles I started to get texts about this as soon as we released it. <laughs> Stop wasting money on consultants. Yes. That's going to get some people fired up. <laughs> That'll get you fired uh, featuring up. some dealers and some consultants having a really honest conversation about wasting money on consultants or making the right decisions ahead of time. So lots of great content like that. Go to asodocon.com. Get your tickets now. There are still some rooms left in the hotel. Those are going to be gone or at the very least Going to go up in price by like 200 bucks a room. Right now, they're like 175 a night. Yeah, it's cheap. 179 it's gorgeous. Yeah. We have some news to talk about today. We got some stuff. Lots happen- There. What we, else? We didn't throw this story in, but there was some, some news this weekend that got like hinted at. Half leaked. About a major dealer group buying another top 20 dealer group. So... We're going to watch that news if you haven't heard about it. There's some, there's some leaked information about We try about not to Asperger. leak our news. Too We're much. not leaking it. <laughs> We're, We're not just saying it has yeah. been leaked. So, uh, but we do want to talk about some real news. We, for, we should, for sure will. Also, I think we can't forget to mention Cars and Stream for co-sponsoring ah, a SodaCon. Yeah, Being co-presenting sponsors, uh, we can't thank them enough or encourage you enough that they are paying attention to the future of the industry not what is now, also what is now, but yeah, got some progressive stuff coming out too. A lot of fun stuff. All right, some news. As projected earlier this summer, F&I profits per vehicle are dropping, and four of the six publicly traded groups, um, they've reported this in their Q2 earnings. CEO Joe Lauer um, said, of AutoNation said on July 21st call that um, AutoNation is averaging more than two products per deal, which has led to more than 70% of its F&I products, uh, profits coming from products yeah i that's that's key because AutoNation was one of the two groups to actually raise uh, their f and i profits um so it's interesting because 
when you look across and you're like, two of the groups actually had... Dude, who was the other one? Do you know? Uh, I'm, now I'm forgetting. Uh, it's in the article. We've got it in the show notes and the links. Um, but uh, them citing this, like them using the time in the pandemic um, to get better at the sales process in F&I uh, led to a higher products per deal, which maintained their high F&I profitability. They've gotten good um, So a pretty big deal there. Well, analysts are pointing to affordability issues impacting customers' ability to uh, purchase the extra products like the protection products uh, and et cetera, et cetera. And following vehicle, wait, I'm sorry, I'm messing. You know, yep. we got sunglasses on. We got sunglasses reading notes. on. Yeah. We're trying to talk to the camera. <laughs> We're at a baseball field in the yeah, morning. So, so the heart of the article is like, hey, they, they, the majority of these groups, and we're seeing across the country, the, the drop in F&I uh, uh, penetration and F&I profits. Everybody's out of money. Because of uh, there's affordability issues. But the other thing was, is that as vehicle prices are dropping, you're seeing less and less margin in rate revenue, right? Ah. And so you see those, those minor declines. There's still projection of minor declines over time. But analysts also looked at uh, some of the groups like Driveway and, and, um, and even uh, Group One with Acceleride seeing higher profits per deal on anything that goes through the digital retailing platforms. Oh. So as adoption cr- grows on that, they actually expect a rebound, rebound of some of the decline over the last couple quarters due to affordability issues. Uh, so something to watch out for. I would definitely say, like if you're looking at this as a dealer or dealer group, you are dialing in on your processes for sales to look at what AutoNation has done on pro- products for deal, um, a crazy products for deal at over two, uh, which typically you see in that like one and a half range uh, at a dealer or dealer group. Uh, and then also looking at what is your digital retailing process and how many people are touching that digital process in the showroom and online. It's so funny. The, the conversations of the basics started at NADA and they've kind of died down. And this is an indicator that like actually just doing the basics right yep. and focusing on that is going to help you weather all the ups and downs and the uncertainties that are coming our way. Speaking of uncertainties yeah. that are coming our way, I don't think we have a segue button because we don't have our <laughs> button with us right now. But as the strike rhetoric between the UAW and Detroit's Big Three keeps heating up, many are working to learn more about this figure, this Sean Fain, who all of a sudden ah, this guy. has been the feature of a Wall Street Journal article like on the main site over the weekend, not yeah. just the auto section. Everybody's paying attention. So uh, we thought it'd be good to give you a little background from that article and, and some things that we found uh, interesting. So yep. basically, he grew up in a politically active family. His father was a policeman. His mother was a nurse. He remind, remembers hammering and picket signs because they were very politically active wow. growing up as a kid. So this is kind of home territory for home him. Turf, yeah. <laughs> Started his career as a, a union electrician for Chrysler, and he actually carries one of his grandfather's pay stubs. It's a Chrysler pay stub from wow. the 1940s. Keeps it in his pocket. I that's think I cool. saw it was like that's, 39 cents. That's really something, cool. Something yeah. crazy. It could have been maybe 39 bucks. Um, so he was the first candidate in 70 years to upset the incumbent president in the UAW election. I didn't realize wow. that. He won by less than a 1% margin, and in 70 years, the incumbent has already always won. One of the reasons people say for this is because several of the previous UAW presidents are in prison now. <laughs> so there's a little bit of uh, oh, motivation no. for people to get, get a different look. And so um, he references um, Walter Ruther, a 1940s union boss. 
He's been influenced by John Lewis, civil rights figure, uh, basketball coach John Wooden. Everybody uh, who <laughs> hasn't been <laughs> influenced by John him. Wooden is like everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, oh, uh, John Wooden, of course. So basically, he had this uh, little moment in a rally when he said, "How far are you willing to go, right, to have your voice heard?" And then he started playing Eminem. Turns out he is a huge fan of '90s hip hop. <laughs> I wouldn't have called that one. Definitely wouldn't have called that. If you just look at the man, that's not a '90s hip hop guy. Not but, at all. But actually, actually, probably from the '90s, you see him. He's got really long hair. Right. Exactly. Let's go full yes, grunge yes. mode. Um, he watches Ted Lasso, um, and here's here's probably the one that fits the best. He owns a placard, sits on his desk, says, and we quote, "I don't sugarcoat sh- that. I'm not Willy Wonka." <laughs> So I think we got some insight. Yeah, yeah well, we got some insight. The other news, like the real news on the UAW stuff is this weekend, uh, Ford came with a pretty strong proposal back for them. They're pushing back on GMs and Stellantis and saying like, hey, they're not honoring good faith negotiations. They actually filed a complaint with like the filed labor relations board. Yeah. yeah, so there's still a lot of, of things happening. We are less than a week now, or right at a week away 14th, from uh, oh that gosh, deadline. Oh, yeah. So uh, just going to be a lot of stuff heating up. We'll try and, like, drop. That, that was yeah. a little bit longer of a look at, at it Mr. Was. Payne. It was kind of a feel-good yeah. look. Exactly. Because we don't want to start the week off. He's you know, a real guy. He's, he's a real guy. And we're not trying to talk about the bad stuff first. No, absolutely Talk about not. the bad stuff in a good way. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking about bad stuff in good ways i don't know okay we'll take that we'll take that uh some tech billionaires have been planning a city uh with big promises outside of san francisco called california forever you can click the link in the show notes to go take a look at it but the website for the city contains a bunch of images that are not even artist drawings it looks like they are clearly made by ai of a real walkable town (laughs) with a community focus outside of San Francisco. Uh, it's really close to the Air Force Base there. Uh, but I thought it was intriguing as I, as I looked at the article that The Verge put out there that all of these you know, massive billionaires and, and, and all in the tech space are kind of moving outside of the city to create, to create this environment. Like a reboot. And it's a reboot. It's really interesting. You start to see, we're starting to see many, many more. This is like the third or fourth story we've run over the last six months of communities being planned to build deeper community, right? To actually like put people in places where they can be in a walkable city, revitalize the city. And these were the two really, really interesting things. There was a particular note in the FAQs that I was, that I was interested in. Uh, that they are that they are going to press hard on redefining and redeveloping the road and highway infrastructure around there. Which, if you look at all the other planned communities that we've talked about, they've kind of like removed. Walkable, yes, it's right? all walkable, walkable rideable, right? no cars. Yeah. Right. So they so they're leaning into that. The other piece was they were talking about job growth and that they want sustainable jobs and they want jobs to be available, but they particularly cited trade education as a piece that they want to lean into. You can't build a city without the trades. Exactly. So all of the trades and not just like creating career paths for tech growth, but understanding that service-based industries were really important. Uh, So really interesting. And and I think like, hey, if I'm an auto dealer in San Francisco, I'm probably ringing some people up. You got to have some cars. It'll probably be EV only almost. It would be interesting if you made it EV only. It would be interesting. I think one of the best strategies in this entire plan is to name it after what could be a potential Taylor Swift collaboration. Because <laughs> California Forever just sounds like the next Taylor Swift hit. It's just a full album, yeah. And, and exactly. then they can get the whole thing going. She could have a little spot there. 
but we'll see if this works. A lot of these plant communities have happened with billionaires stepping in, trying to change or reset the status quo. That is really the result of, of like what just happened because of policy and because of all these things. So for them stepping out saying, no, 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 we're going to try to do it separately, set it up in a new way. We'll always see. Yeah. Right. Apparently the, the, the guy who I can't remember his name, young guy who founded this, it took it took city officials several years to figure out who it was that was actually buying up all the land buying up yeah, around yeah, the city. They, exactly. they didn't even know who it was, but he's back, basically back here being like the Asodu version of the, the city planners. <laughs> he's like, you over here, over, you over here, here. Come on over we'll here. let them know what we're doing in a minute. But first, we need all of us to be agreed. So, I mean, I think that's all we have for Tuesday. We are on the set, actually, of More Than Cars, episode four that we're filming today. And Mohawk Chevrolet, you can roll the end. Is it already rolling, Maestro? There you go. We're filming episode four right now. Episode two is coming out in just about a couple weeks. It's hot. Episode three is dropping at a SodaCon. Episode four is dropping while recording now. Got a couple days going. 